Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. This is Senator Penny Wong. You're listening to Australia's only gay and lesbian radio station, Joy 94.9. Hello and welcome to Being There Done That on Joy 94.9. It's lovely to have you with us on this, our second return broadcast of this summer season. Our triumphant return. Are we? Weren't we triumphant? We were triumphant, <laughs> yes, yes. But it, well, we all came home, didn't we, from our holidays? That's right. From your holidays. But I, I want to ask a question. Go for it. Where did that week go? The last week go? Where did it go? We're here again. It's, it, it just seemed to go... Boom. It went with the rest of October. <laughs> and next thing you know, it'll be Christmas. <laughs> yeah, well, you're not wrong there, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> well, fortunately, there's a couple of public holidays coming up fairly soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melbourne Cup Day. There's only the one. Yeah, that's, that's right. Only, All right. Uh, the only one between here and Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we do need Oh, well, that. doesn't matter. We do. <laughs> Australians love a public holiday. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Except the one before the grand final for some reason. <laughs> I don't know how that came to be on the books, no. Anyway, not to worry. Not to worry. Uh, I'm Gordon, anyhow. How are you, Chris? Hello, Gordon. I'm well, thank you. And I'm Phil. You're Phil, yes. That's well, right. I was Phil last week and I liked it, so I'm going to be Phil again this week. Oh. All right, then. Excellent. Thank you uh, for joining us on Been There, Done That, Joy's history program. Not only our own history program, but history of Australia and of the world and of events that are occurring and uh, that have got a gay connection, usually. Somewhere in there, Mm. we will find it. But also there's certain things that affect our whole lives, whether we're gay or straight, that happen Mm. in, in, in history that really, when you think about it it was it's been quite an amazing thing that has happened and it's just boosted everybody up or knocked everybody down but we can discuss them all oh we will indeed and we will indeed because in today's show we'll be uh, celebrating a couple of birthdays and talking about those people and their lives gay people yes 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 looking at the list here the four people that we've got listed all qualify Yes, they certainly do. And we'll be playing the music of a couple of gay artists as well. Uh, lots of interesting pieces of history that we'll reveal to you as we go on. But first off, on the 1st of November, back in 1959, a young lad had a birthday. A little baby was born. Not the baby Jesus, but a little baby. Equally as miraculous, I Equally, might add. Yes. <laughs> well, you better add because it's your birthday. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so so now, I must explain to the listener that I was born at a very young age. 
and I don't recall much of the actual event. Don't you? <laughs> no. It's also not only Phil's birthday on Wednesday, it's also, we believe, Eddie's birthday as yeah. well. My four-legged fiend who He's was got him around New Year's and he was eight weeks old. So we backdate him to November 1st. Oh, right. Well, that's and he's going to be 13 years old. 13. You wonder where October went. <laughs> I don't know where those 13 years went. <laughs> when you've got a little dog, you don't wonder where you, 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 everything is just... Oh, it's rip- amazing. Before you have a dog in the suburbs, you don't exist. Now there'd be easily 100 people that I can just speak to as friends that I would never have known otherwise. Well, you have a doggy Christmas party to start we with. We do. So At Morton Park, all dogs are invited. And they're masters, of course. <laughs> or somebody has to bring them. But yes, we've only ever had one incident. <laughs> or a punch-up. Well, two of the larger dogs just don't get along, so we had to separate them. Oh, right, yeah. And when it's a dog that comes up to your chest, you do whatever he says. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, has one of them been uninvited from next Christmas party? Um, that would solve the problem. They're both welcome there at separate times, so maybe they could come at various times. Yeah. Put them on a lead. Prima so. donnas. They've yes. both got to have their moments. Yeah, well, that's that's the that's the point, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, anyhow, so it's uh, birth, Phil's birthday. So, happy birthday to Phil. Yeah, send yes. cash, not presents. Presents oh. get broken in the mail. <laughs> Do they? Yes. Oh golly. Yeah. Okay. We want to actually remind people that an event that happened on the twenty sixth of October, nineteen eighty five. Um, was quite wasn't the end of the matter. It was the beginning of a kerfuffle that seems not to be uh, sorted out. The well, Parliament it, of the time, 1985, decided that the ownership of Uluru was more appropriately belonged to the original yeah, inhabitants of the, this country. The, the original owners of that area, the Pitjara people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it it was a it was a, a Quite a, a, a significant event too, to hand back. Well, not that we ever owned anything that we could hand it back because we don't did, never have owned that that monolith, and it was handed back to the indigenous people of the area, which was a which was a wonderful um, gesture on mm. behalf of the government. But then again, we've come up to date now because recently, like a few months ago, they had a very big meeting there of the indigenous leaders, and it took it took a lot of work to get all these leaders together from the different mobs around Australia and they got them all together to come in and work out something that they could work with the government for have to be reconciled into the constitution well rep- representation into the parliament that's right yeah gateway for their voice uh, to be actually heard they had a wonderful conference they brought, they came up with some great ideas which was absolutely terrific and they wanted to have a a, a like a, a a body to to a committee a, committee, a council uh, to to help the represent the people the the indigenous people of Australia so that they could tell the government what they needed and of course that went before the um, government at the moment and got thrown out the government said no we're not going to do any of that and everybody kept saying that it would have they would have another house of parliament uh, for the Indigenous community, but it wasn't a House of Parliament at all. They they just made this up that it was going to be a House of Parliament. It they, was going to be just a consultative body. Yeah, they made that cons that concept up so that they could actually deny. Mm. They had a, mm. a reason to deny the whole process, and that's what they've gone and done. Yeah, and and Noel Pearce has said it was like a kick in the guts. They did all this work that took them years to get together, get these people together, to work out what they could give to the government to help them work out what to do for our own 
countries, people, which like they've been here for 70,000 years is now proven out, and they still don't want to recognise them. It, to me, it is so stupid. I, I, I got, when, I, when I heard that, I was swearing at the television. I was going right off. I thought, you know, typical, typical, typical. All we need to do is just resubmit it when there's a more progressive government. Well, power. that's right. Well, if we get a progressive government, but we don't... The, uh, my thing on the whole thing these days is that we don't have a leader. We don't have leaders. We just have people that are sitting up there doing talking. Mm. We have Malcolm in the muddle. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know whether the other side is going to be much better either. But this is the thing, you know. But we need to change our concept of ownership. Yeah, that's right. Because the Aboriginals didn't own the land. They belonged to the land. They belonged to the land. And we've got to get that into our heads. Yes. And saying, well, we're not giving you back your land. It was yours to start with. Well, you you belong to it. It's mm. it's not a possession. Yes, well... I, see, we, we're very capitalistic and we have to, you know, you dies with the most toys. Mm. Yeah, but they did in fact declare that all the, round, the ground around Uluru then became sacred land mm. and the rock became sacred. Whereas before, you could run, run, any tourist could run up and down it if they had <laughs> But if you wanted stamina, to run up and down. And, and all sorts of wicked things happened mm. On, mm. in that sacred temple. Mm. Mm. You would and be, and, and you now would. there is respect for this great, wonderful one, monolith. What would happen if you went and tried to write graffiti all over St Paul's Cathedral or St Patrick's yeah. Cathedral? Where would you be? In jail, I reckon. But this is the point, you know. And it's 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 these people have been here for the, all that l- length of time, and they're still not being recognised. That really gives me the irrits. I'm sorry. I, it's I, I just get, too hard. I get some very people. upset about this. Mm. Very, and I, I just think it's wrong. They're they're human beings. They deserve to be acknowledged and respected. Know. Yeah, that's and, right. And uh, not silenced. No, and of course, it's 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 another thing. There's other things that are going on, of course. Um, as well in this um, place we call the Parliament at the moment, which, to me, as I said, not a leaders. None of them are leaders. Ah, but they're they're lazy and clever. They're outsourcing everything. That's right. They'll just have a survey every time they need to make a decision. Oh, oh no, you sell everything off, like the gas and the electricity, <laughs> and then the prices rise, and everybody wonders why. Hello, they people that bought them want to make a profit. So there you Shock go. Horror. <laughs> Shock horror. Shock horror. Yeah, but anyhow. And we someone need to else who's having a birthday around about this time mm-hmm. is a person by the name of Catherine Dawn Lang, mm-hmm. better known as KD Lang. KD, yes, and, 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 and not in capital letters either. No, no, no. <laughs> um, Canadian pop and country singer-songwriter and occasional actress. Yes. She's won lots of awards. She's distinctively different. She's uh, been to Joy as well. Yeah. Over the years, she's been to Joy. Yep. Uh, but as well as being uh, a singer, she's contributed songs to movie soundtracks and has collaborated with musicians such as Roy Orbison, Tony Bennett, Elton John, and Murray Ann Wilson, and Jane Sybury. And in her spare time, she's an animal rights and gay rights and Tibetan human rights activist hmm. she's she gets involved yeah she sounds like a sensible lesbian yes yes wonderful woman wonderful and woman. doesn't wear shoes on stage i saw her with tony bennett at the uh, at hamer hall and it was a wonderful concert really. be nice and close too wouldn't you well it, I, it was fine except that the fellow in front of me was 
about seven feet ten tall ah. and uh, it obstructed my view so I had to sort of sit with my head to one side of either side of him to see the stage I don't know what the people behind me thought either because they would have been blocked as well but anyhow you, you hear the voices and you sit you did see them but so it was it was it was a lovely concert and um, I heard a, an interview with um, Tony Bennett's daughter on the radio uh, the other day and she's a jazz singer and mm. she said her father's still singing still painting wow yeah he's nearly 90 mm. wow still singing mm. excellent he does he only does matinees he doesn't do doesn't do nighttime performances <laughs> he only goes out sings in the that's afternoon that's right yeah mm. <laughs> I like that concept here retire when the sunshine goes yes well we can talk about that a bit later Sleeping when the sun goes down. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a little topic. Yeah, we'll kick around. We're going to kick around Thank that you, a little Gordon, bit later. Yeah. Yes, you're with Gordon, Phil, and Chris. Been there, done that. Joy 94.9. In perfect dreams, love has no You're with Gordon, Phil and Chris. Been there, done that on Joy 94.9. Thanks for being with us. Yes. And, and can I just have one little mention that you've still got time to post your postal vote in if you get it in now. Yes. Because it's got to be in by the 7th of November. So you've still in. got... You've got to, It's got to be in Canberra at the 7th of November. So if you haven't filled out your... Um, Form and there apparently there are quite a lot of forms still sitting around at somebody uh, in, in quite a few houses that haven't been filled in, and you want to vote yes, make sure you do it now, because we really need your vote. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens politically once the votes have been counted, and to see what the next step in the process is to see whether in fact there is any enthusiasm to allow us to have our equality rights. But I did read an article in one of the papers about this and they said that the the right wing and the um, the Lyle Sheltons and the other yep. people of this world are really going to be going against anything changed by the government before Christmas. Yep. They really are going to be pushing, pushing, pushing. So we want a better, a huge outcome for the yes side so that they don't have anything to say. Well... I think they've said enough anyhow. <laughs> Quite in, in fact, a lot of the what they've, they've said is actually shooting themselves in the foot. Oh, of course it is, yes. Well, they haven't said a thing about equal rights. They and haven't equal said marriage. anything about equal rights or equal marriage. It's all about safe schools and how children need this, that, and the other, but it is definitely not on. So, there, get out, get this vote going, yeah, and um, give us, a, get, let's have equality. I, I have a horrible feeling, though, because this male vote was them keeping their election promise like mm. the first one ever that's right and now they're going to emphasize that they promised that it was non-binding yes that's that right there's an out already built there into are it. out is built into it yeah but if they get a, enough votes for the on the yes side they can't do anything they'll, they'll have to do it well you can only ignore the truth for so long mm. oh well they've been ignoring the truth for a fair while phil and in fact they uh, the people who sort of do the numbers are actually enthused with the degree of participation mm. by the Australian 
ordinary person. Well, it's been bigger than, bigger than the Irish referendum. They've had more people respond. We, oh, about people, 75%. Yeah, and they only, the Irish people only had about 60. Yeah. Mm, so there you go. So, But we still need more votes on the yes side, please. Oh, but can we trust our politicians? Oh. No, we can't. Excuse me. Do you, if I you mean, don't even know whether you're liable, able to sit in Parliament before you start, where, um, do you, where else do you go? That's right. And, and do, in fact, politicians make right decisions all the time any rate? No. That's why they sometimes have to change things. Well, what happened back in uh, 1917 on the 2nd of November, Britain... in made a declaration intending to establish a Jewish state within Palestine. That's right. Now, up until this date, or that particular date, there was no concept of there actually being the land of Zion. No. As written in the Bible, mm. in the Old Testament. Uh, that was the state that existed 2,000 years ago or even more and it was the land of the Jews yeah fair enough but it didn't exist in the in the world of 1917 no because the British had actually drawn redrawn boundaries all over the blasted place oh they had they you had know, yeah. but they made no allowance no allowance for, for a state of, of Israel state of Jewry because yeah. the, the Jewish Jewish population was scattered amongst the, around the world hmm. and they hadn't got their act together so that there was a single voice representing all those people. But at least someone within the British um, political scene, and there was lots of Jews there, hmm. said, OK, now's the time, as you suggest, That's right. to draw a line on the map so that uh, there is a Jewish state. Yeah, but it didn't come to pass until actually the Second World War, which was another thing. That's true. That's the thing. You know, it was it, it was proposed in 1917, but it was after what Hitler did to the Jewish community in, in throughout Europe that it made it imperative that the Jewish people had their own country. Mm. But then, but now, then now someone would say that by doing that, by creating the Jewish state, there's been a perpetual tension from that point onwards, mm. and it will not uh, result in anybody being a winner. No. Everybody will be a loser. There's no, but it, it's, it's, it's almost the same as you've got the confrontation at the moment between America and North Korea. It's this, this two cunt, these couple of races of people that... You Mutually know, assured destruction. Mm. It's yeah, mad. People don't seem to believe in that anymore. No, but also in 1917, and it was part of the, um, the Jewish... Thing was the um, the charge of the light brigade, the light cavalry brigade, brigade, the Australian, the Australian uh, one, because before that they oh, had. Oh, that's where Malcolm's gone. That's got Malcolm's gone over to there to to celebrate the hundred year of the anniversary, and they had a bit of it on the television last night. A lot of the families, the descendants of the uh, people, the, the troopers that rode the horses, are going over there to do a reenactment, and they're over there already, and there's uh, they, they they showed a fair bit of that. But the it was the last actual charge of any um, horse brigade, and it was the, actually the, the they called it the light cavalry brigade, as a um, the, the word cavalry was in it rather than the light brigade, which was the English one that had happened in eighteen eighty seven during the Crimean War, which was the uh, charge at Balaclava, and this one was the in the in the First World War in nineteen seventeen. Uh, against it to charge into into Israel with the uh, or into the Jewish or the, that 
part of the area in, in Beersheba. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, and then there was all the things. So they made a movie. They made a very good movie about it called the Forty Thousand Horsemen. But there weren't forty thousand horsemen involved. There was only several hundred. Now, apart from the the actual battle itself. The, all the horses were Australian. Yes, they had been taken right. over yeah, there. Yeah. And the riders were, in fact, required to shoot their own horses, horses but because they, they couldn't bring them back to Australia. Yeah, but, they, but a lot of them never did. They no. had to have, have somebody else to shoot them. They had to walk away. There was a lady on the television last night whose grandfather was one of the troopers. Mm. And he uh, the, they used the Australian stock horse, which is a bit different to the rest of the horse equine world apparently and she is now breeding these horses she keeps the, keeps the breed going yeah wow. yeah the stock horse they're very much on something almost completely unrelated mm-hmm. we've just had a polo tournament in australia have we oh in an international tournament and all the horses were provided by australian competitors Oh, were they? Yeah. Since we didn't want those foreign horses coming in and taking <laughs> over the joint. Well, we do for a horse race. racing. We yeah. let them come yes, in. Yes, but, but the, yeah. the polo, I think there's so much expense but the, yeah, and but so much stuff they bring. Oh, right. Plus, they have multiple horses for one game. That's right. They use, oh. yeah, Which I've learned so much lately on they stuff have, that I never wanted to know. Yeah, but the, but <laughs> the Australian stock horses are very, very rugged. It's not a, a a big horse, but it's a very rugged horse. Are they the same horses from the Snowy Mountains? Up in the sort of basic that area. This yeah, the, this yeah, lady, she breeds them the in. Overflow and yeah, all those sort this of this lady, she breeds them out in uh, in a in, in New South Wales, and uh, with a, with a beautiful property she's got. And I thought to myself, good on you for keeping that alive. Anyhow, so yeah. if you wanted a light brigade today, you'd have to either be low carbs or have less sugar or yeah, lower some, alcoholic in your beer, Shiva. Something like that. Yeah. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> Again, everything I didn't want to know. Well, there you go. We're educational. Yeah, but 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 uh, it's a it's a great centenary for the uh, families of the people that were over there because a lot of the troopers were shot and their horses were injured and maimed as well because they rode into into uh, machine gun battlements and, and, and positions and all you know one of the guys got a, a distinguished cross some sort of cross mm-hmm. he and a, he and his mate um they were they survived all the bullets and all the rest of it and got in and took control of a um uh, a machine gun thing and then were able to turn it on them on the rest of them oh. uh, so it helped save the day and, it, and australia won the battle that's one of the great battles that australia actually won wow the, the cavalry charge mm. To find out more about Joy 94.9, check out joy.org.au. You're with Chris Gunn and Phil, been there, done that. Can and I ask, I ask you, uh, can you ha- tell the listeners how they can listen to a podcast if they want to hear something that we've done before and they haven't heard it? Because you can go back to our podcast. You don't have to do like today's one. You, how do you find the podcasts? Well, the easiest way that I do it for me is I go onto the Joy homepage, mm-hmm. click click on the link to the program grid, mm-hmm. and then just click on the name of our show, Being There, mm-hmm. and that will actually take you to our, our podcast page. Right. Or if you've got a smart TV, podcasts can be viewed. You search on the screen and Joy is listed there. Or Apple iTunes. Oh, right. Okay. Good. Thank you. That's very good. And because if you'd like to communicate with the program? You can email us at beanthere at joy.org.au. And thank you to Shane from Newport who sent us a lovely little massage as a result of last week's show. Hmm. He said he was happy to hear us back again. Yes. Yeah. And nice. that he liked all three of us. He liked all three of us. Oh. So it's not true. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> well, there is a there's another. You know, there's another person having a uh, birthday today who is very very well, well known in the Australian community. Fifth of November. Fifth of no- the fifth of November is her birthday. Yes, and we're talking about the wonderful wonderful Penny Wong. Oh right, we did have her. I didn't. At the, at the beginning of the show, right. yes. Her birthday now, in I talk the about politicians that... Uh, know their stuff. Know their stuff. I was going to say, <laughs> uh, yeah, won't let go if they know they're on the right side and they form their argument and really deliver it well. She's a, she's wonderful because you, you, she knows what she's talking about and she, uh, and she can be so incisive when she asks questions. And if somebody doesn't know the answer, boy, does she get them, you know. I think she's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful politician. Mm. Now, interesting thing, uh, when she went to university, she uh, thought she would uh, uh, maybe do medicine. Mm -hmm. But then when she was an exchange student going to Brazil, she found that she had an aversion to blood. So that got crossed off the list. Well, it would do, wouldn't you? (laughs) So then she uh, studied and graduated with a Bachelor of Arts in Jurisprudence and a Bachelor of Laws with Honours at the University of Adelaide and completed graduate diploma in legal practice at the University of South Australia. So uh, she's really learned in the in the, the art of, of the law. And having an argument and, and knowing how to put a well, message across. Not so much an argument, but but uh, argument is not the word, is it? Because it's argument... Discussion. Then yeah, it, she really processes... The argument well, mm-hmm. yes. And she's, right. she's luckily because she's happily married with a couple of kids, with her yes. her, her um, wife, or well, yes. you can't call them wife because we're not allowed Alish. to be married. Oh, yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so it would be a um, good thing for them too, because then they'd be able to have their marriage, their, their partnership, mm. recognised completely. Mm. But uh, yes, yeah, she's one of the better politicians. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like Penny. And that vote yes outburst was written, spoken, and organised by me. By (laughs) By me. Vote yes. (laughs) Um, There was an article recently about uh, gay guys in the current climate who who really have got a a fetish almost. They're they're really super proud of their bodies, but they're they're over enhancing their bodies with going to the gym. Every week or every day. Can I can I mention an article that I've just finished reading? Yeah, and it's about how the the, the porn industry in America yeah is changing the way straight men think about their bodies because the porn stars usually have great bodies. So I'm led to believe. Well, the photos that I saw in the article were pretty pretty good bodies, but it's 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 changing the way. The straight people, are, straight men, are thinking about their bodies the way they should be presenting themselves. Is it gay porn specifically? Yeah, the, because pro- prob- yeah, well, I, I only know going back into the the archives that some of the straight male gay male gay straight porn artists were a lot less than attractive. Yeah. 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 And made you wonder how they ever kept their job. Yeah, but uh, this is the this is an American magazine I was reading, and they were sort of saying that it it is changing the the attitude of the straight 
men, well, of the, of the way they present there themselves. There was an article recently uh, on ABC News and saying why, why porn is helping to fuel body dissatisfaction for gay men and you know, c- noticing that men are resorting to drastic measures to live up to an unrealistic body image ideal with porn fueling their desire for perfection. Well, let's put it this way. I don't think the three of us could ever be anything else than what we are. We could never look like porn stars. No, no. We don't. <laughs> not now. We're not, we're not built like that because you have to be have that cert, sort of a certain build to be able to get bodies like that. And you've got to be happy with what you have in your oh, body. True. You but, know, this is the point. It's in the eye of the beholder mm. whether a person is attractive or not. And like that lady you mentioned last week, she went absolutely berserk with your grey beard. Yes, yes, that's true too. But it's it just it's just the way things work. You could have given it to her. <laughs> well, I <I've> got <laughs> Shave it off here. You like it so much, you can have it. <laughs> yeah, but it, 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 it's, it's, it's uh, the, as I say, with these, with these fabulous physiques, they have to have, you have to have that sort of body to start with. Doesn't and matter how much work you do on a body that's not going to look like that. It doesn't matter. We talk about women and girls well, trying to same. live up to the same thing. Mm, they, mm. with their anorexia, are trying to get slim figures like stick insects. Yeah, I think yeah. Joanna Lumley called them. Mm, mm. Um, but it, it, it just—it's the way um, people see other people presented that they think is the norm. But it's not the norm. You are the norm. You know, the way you are is normal. So if you if you right. c- can do something to make yourself look a little bit better, do so. But don't expect to look like that Greek god or goddess mm. that you worship because it's not going to happen. You have to be happy with who you are. We but see lots of ideal bodies on the sporting fields, footballers. Yeah, um, but, but have you seen those footballers five years later yeah, but once when a, they've stopped exercising and they've gotten just a little bit older they turn into the lumps of lies that our fathers probably were but once again they have the bodies for it oh yeah you see this is the point you 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 cannot turn make a silk purse out of a sow's ear not mm. that i'm saying that you look like a sow's ear oh, or i do oh, oh, oh. we all do in but but we we are all happy with who we are we have to be yeah but that changes Hmm. Because in, in my 20s, hmm. I was at the gym a lot, mm-hmm. and I travelled a lot, and you yeah, I was a lot more active. But you were out of the gym perving on all the other blokes. Uh, no, I, I wanted to get fit for my first trip to America. Oh, right, right. And, um, yeah, perving came later. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, there's a lot of... It's not perving. It's um, a, straight men have no problem looking at each other. No, they don't either. So no, no. Um, but unfortunately, so many of them love looking at themselves that you really feel like throwing up. It's like, <laughs> yes, that's a nice mirror. Oh, you're just looking at yourself. Yes, yes that's right. But yeah. we've seen how people can get influenced by others uh, to tr- to try and change their body shape or form. Poor old, uh, poor old who? Oh, Michael Jackson. Poor old Michael Jackson. He was. Uh, there's a, what was it? A, a white boy inside a black. That's what you call it. A white woman inside a black boy. 
Was it? That what it was? Someone quoted that, and I think mm. that's probably as he saw things as well. Yeah. He was influenced by the pop culture, yeah. and and his uh, his concept of of his uh, his icons, his own beauty was or own magnificence was had to be a, a white skin because mm. he could. Yeah, yeah. Someone else who looks uh, after the body image. Well, indeed. Well, can was, I just add about Michael Jackson? Yeah. Because on Spicks and Specs, they showed a clip of Michael and the Jackson 5 singing when the ABC. Were, yeah. When they were young. And um, the the host mentioned to the current viewing audience that, yes, that little black boy grew up to be that older white woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it yeah. was the same person. It was yeah. the same person. That's right. Yeah. Uh, someone else in the music industry who uh, seems not to be happy with their own image and who died recently on the 26th of 23rd of October last year was Pete Burns uh, a UK musical artist and part of the group Dead or Alive and uh, sadly now he is dead Mm. rather than being alive but uh, he after his sort of initial music fame decided that he was not particularly happy with the body that he was in (coughs) and he had a broken nose that needed to be fixed Mm. probably from a sporting injury Mm -hmm. Uh, and that the result of that wasn't all that crash hot so uh, four nose reconstructions later and changing the the cheekbone positions and Mm. implants there and other things um, he he changed his appearance, but uh, as you would, infection set in, and a lot of these things didn't res- didn't uh, end up being as he intended. No. And he's he died at the age of fifty seven, which is pretty young. Which is pretty young, probably from all this damage that he'd done to his body plus all the other things he might have done as a rock and roll singer well, of course, possibly, which we possibly, don't know about but, uh, but, yeah. all these medical things mm. do we have a problem with an industry i'm talking about the plastic surgery industry, industry. and mm. it is an industry where they should be saying to this man okay we can repair the looks from your broken nose from the past yeah. but when he gets up to lip augmentation and doing all these other things you really need to get a little more psychological yeah and say why do you think you need to look different Mm. yeah but but get to the root of the problem mm, instead mm, of mm. painting over it where you're never going to be satisfied yeah yeah yeah. but it's very sad it's 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 a it must be a difficult situation if you feel that you are not good looking enough and you want these things done to make yourself look more attractive, mm. uh, and it doesn't work out. It must be devastating to the psyche of the person that's doing it. And see, much of his surgeries he did after the the popularity of the single "You Spin Me Round Like a Bottle," yeah, um, or like a record. Yes, <laughs> the bottle's another story Spin altogether. The bottle's another story. Yes, <laughs> Doctor Freud will talk yeah. to me about that later. <laughs> but um, yeah, if you've got cash in hand, things become doable mm. and I would imagine you spend less time thinking of not doing it when yeah. you can do it yeah yeah you're on joy let's listen to dead or alive you spin me round, and you will know this song for sure
find out more about Joy 94.9, check out joy.org.au. You're with Gordon, Phil and Chris. Been there, done that. Joy 94.9. Someone who also had a birthday round about this time was on the 4th of November 1946 was Robert Maplethorpe. Now, he was a US and controversial photographer who did wonderful black and white imagery of the male body. So he's getting back to what we were talking about just before that song about the male body and the way people observe it because his photography is absolutely superb, stunning stuff. It can be very confronting if you've ever been to an exhibition of his work. It's very confronting in some stages. Yes, It, It is. But then you look at the old classical paintings and there was people in the nude all around the place except that they must have had some marvellous knitting mills. There seemed to be some very fine wispy cloth that always got draped in <laughs> the right a, spot. Or a piece of furniture or an arm or something yeah, but strategically it, uh, placed. But then again you see all the great Greek statues of course had, look at look at David for instance with his uh, with the way they uh, Michelangelo portrayed David. It's Can I the, point out that Mr Maplethorpe would never have taken a picture of David? Why? Because his willy was way too small. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that was, that's the fault. That's the perspective that was built into the statue. When you look up. Because he's supposed to be high up and you look up and things were, he's actually head and shoulders uh, a, a wrong proportion for the rest of his body. It's, a, it's, it's, it's one of those. But he obviously wasn't gay then. Who? Michelangelo. Mm. Oh, oh, Campus well, David. Tense. Well, then he, he should have got more clay. <laughs> Granite, you mean marble? Marble. Yes, yes, yes. I think they might have run into marble when they got to that point. Do you reckon? There's <laughs> always been body shaming around. Hasn't oh, there has. The worst people to suffer are the women, which is unfortunate because there's a lot of body shaming in the way the women's shapes are. You know, which to me is wrong. Well, of course, the in the image of- fa- fashions have gone in and out of art for many, many years. Like Peter Paul Rubens always fated very buxom ladies his all yeah. all of his nudes were quite buxom with a little bit of shushy stuff going around the right parts sort of thing you know but <laughs> he was a bit he liked the larger lady yeah. and then you've got the other people that like the the became a bit more fashionable to paint them with in the narrower style yeah. you know and there it's uh, it fashions change of course all and the then time along and, came twiggy and then along came twiggy yes 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 Oh, well, at least as as, uh, Katie Lang sang for us in the first song, in perfect dreams, you can dream of the the figurine or the figure that you would wish to be or the ones that interest you. Now, how's about that for a link? In your dreams. In the dreams. I I can't remember mine. No, I can't remember remember mine. mine. I I wake up. I know we have them, but I can't Mm. remember them because you have dreams when you have REM, rapid eye movement, and that's it. It's a very good group too. Is it? Yeah, they they, they made a few good songs, you're right there. But our brains need sleep and it's like uh, defragging your brain. But it also also puts a lot of thing into your brain too your brain doesn't yeah but your brain doesn't work right unless you've had the sleep this is why when they sat all night in parliament to pass that um assisted dying bill that by the end of the night they would have been not realizing what they were doing rattled frazzled you get a bit frazzled yeah and that's why you have to have your eight hours you don't have to have eight hours sleep but you must have a, a reasonable amount and if you when you do go to sleep at night don't expect to have 
continuous eight hours of sleep. No, you wake up. You can have, you can have two four-hour sleeps, mm-hmm. and that's the way it used to be. Well, that's why we. That's why in the old days they went to bed when the sun went down, and they got up when the sun came up because yeah. they didn't have electricity or they didn't have candle lights. They had, but they would sleep for four hours, and then get up in the middle of the night to stoke the fire to make sure the fire was still going, so that they could get food in the morning and what have you. And then they would go back to bed, for, sleep for another four hours when and the sun came up. Yeah. Uh, and this is this is the way it was. And they had to wake up then because of daylight saving and close their blinds because they didn't want to fade the carpet. That's exactly right. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, Shakespeare mentioned uh, first sleep and second sleep mm-hmm. of the night That's right. Time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It used to be the way, uh, but but these days with, with the invention of first of all candles which brought light, not enough light to do anything, but it was the it was Edison and the mm. invention of the electric light bulb that changed the whole concept of sleep. And now we've got lights on in buildings 24/7. Does your Eddie wake you up? No, nope, and night? he sleeps all the way through too. Oh, You've got him well but trained. Friends of mine have a three-week-old baby girl. Oh, and we're not allowed to talk about sleep. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> now, if you want to see something about having baby girls, watch the Letdown, which is the new show on the ABC. It's all about young mothers, uh, people having babies, and the uh, and it's it, it's it's so. F- funny but it's so right on about it's fair to say it's warts and all it's warts and all yeah yeah very clever yeah but that's lack of sleep with women with babies the men seem to just nod off and go go off to sleep and mum has to get up or the 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 mother has to get up i mean they tell us that we can have a 10 minute nap or a speed nap or whatever Mm -hmm. and that can do a lot of repairing Mm -hmm. and that is usual for people you see that on the roads the country roads if you're feeling drowsy, have a speed nap. A power nap, yep. Power nap, power that's nap, right. yep. But uh, 10 minutes is all you need for a power nap. Mm-hmm. If you have it any longer, your brain takes a while more to wake up. Because I've done that at home. I've, I've thought I'll, I'll have a little 10-minute nap, and it's gone into 40 minutes. And I, I wake up and go, <laughs> oh. I was just going to ask, how do you know when the 10 minutes are up if you're asleep? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. But normally I, I will leave a radio on in the kitchen and it's, say, 10 minutes before the news is ready to come on and you hear the news theme and you wake up. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> stuck really, words. Yeah, stuck I'm stuck for but words. I'm stuck for words. But, but we but do re- really need sleep. You cannot yeah. go without and it. And don't feel guilty about waking up in the middle of the night. Nope. Nope. Just get up and do something. Go and watch a little bit of TV. Yeah. That's surely to send you to bed. No, don't watch TV because that turns your brain on. That, that's right. Don't, go, go, don't pick up your mobile phone and start reading the messages that have come through while you're asleep and don't go out onto the computer because that is the really the blue worst, light that's that's the worst thing you can possibly do but um it, it, the only problem with you people that have shift work that work constantly where they don't get to sleep at night but they sleep during the day that must be like hell i reckon because it's not your body has to readjust you'd, completely. you'd be in a constant state of jet lag yeah, yeah which is not yeah. a good state to be in thank you very much for being with us today on my special birthday show Oh, yes. This, this afternoon. How Which, are you going to celebrate? I'm not. Oh. Celebration sort of, of birthdays is for the young. Uh, you'll be in later. Yes, I'll be in here on Wednesday morning. Feel free to call me and wish me happy, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for being with us. See you next week. Bye for now. Have a good one. Bye. G'day, Steve. Are you okay, mate? If a mate's struggling, these four steps could change their life. Ask, are you okay? Listen. Encourage action and check in. Find out more at ruok.org.au. 
Joy is proud to support this community service message. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.